I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. And today we have a special guest. Hi, I'm Knox. And I do things. <laughs> Accurate. Well, I don't know what Great those things music. are. Do you want music to say where stuff. you can be found? I do write music. I can be found on Bandcamp at Ryosake, R-Y-O-U-S-A-K-E. It's good stuff. Great Check it stuff. out. Great stuff. Today, we watch, or yesterday in some cases, we all watch recently Aladdin, Disney's 1992 movie, not anything else with that name. Um, let's, t- let's talk before, uh, like, before we really get into specifics or spoilers or anything, general feelings after, after having recently watched it. I loved it. I always forget how much I enjoy it and how amazing it is, but I absolutely loved it. Still a classic. Honestly, love it so much. I will still sing right along with every single one of those oh, songs. Oh, heck yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. I... I've always loved this movie. It's maybe my favorite Disney movie. I just really enjoy the whole Aladdin thing. Like, I enjoyed the TV series. I enjoyed the sequels. I probably won't enjoy the remake, but we'll see when we get to that. Um, I just like Aladdin stuff. And Robin Williams is just Oh, yeah, amazing. of course he's great. I love him so much. And I learned something new. I don't know why. All the years I didn't realize the, enter, the entry gentleman who tells you the story, yeah. the narrator, uh-huh. I did not realize that was Robin Williams. And then I'm like, that's, that's Robin I Williams. I think the original intent was actually to have him come in again at the end and be revealed as the genie mm. so that that's oh, why oh that would have that would have been good i don't think they ever actually reveal him as genie but i think he does cap the end of the third movie so okay that if i recall sense. we'll see for sure when we get to that yeah. but anyways uh yeah so i think it's safe to say we would all definitely recommend this movie yes so there's not going to be a whole lot before we go to advertisements let's get specific so um, let's start talking about that animation, which is Disney, Disney Renaissance at its finest. Amazing. Amazing. You know, all, you all, I even noticed the detail was, um, was just absolutely mind blowing. Even when they're running through the, the town and Aladdin and Abu are trying to escape, uh, the, the guards, um, you can see the cracks on the walls beautifully. Yes. Just, oh my gosh. Oh yeah. It's gorgeous. Gorgeous detail. I, when I was watching it yesterday, I noticed that the animation was a little bit different from when I watched uh, The Little Mermaid. Like, yeah. it, almost, it was almost smoother. They were having more keyframes in there. Yes. And so it had a little bit more f- better flow of action and, yeah. and movement, and, which I really imp- appreciate. And a big reason for that is I think starting with The Rescuers Down Under, the sequel to The Rescuers that comes between Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast that people often don't talk about when they talk about the Disney Renaissance. Anyways, they, uh, on that movie and then all the subsequent stuff started using the CAPS system, I think it was called, which is basically they were digitally animating. It was still, you know, traditional animation in that sense, but they were doing, they were drawing it into the computer and stuff. So that kind of allowed that, I guess, more clean look in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the colors, of course, are vivid and, it, yes. and exquisite, but even for example, when, when Aladdin is looking up and it shows the sky and also still yes. the details, I mean, everything is just sharp and crisp and just beautiful. Even from the very beginning, I love the visuals and the music coming together and stuff in the beginning, like where it really 
kind of draws you into that world with the desert and a guy like traveling through it. And then the big wide shot of Agrabah that then it swoops into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Something I did notice on uh, this was the, this is one of the first movies that I noticed even as a kid that you kind of got a, a feel for how big the space is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which yes. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I, definitely. Uh, like when they're flying on the, on the, on the carpet and, yeah. and, and later on in the movie, I was just like, man, this place is massive. Yeah. Like, I had no scale for what this was. <laughs> right. Even with the little mermaid, you're just like, Oh, that's we're in it. Some sort of, underground yeah, like cavern. she's in the ocean, but like, yeah, you there's don't no get sense of how vast the, it yes, is. Cause the ocean is the most terrifying place. It is. <laughs> I terrified of the ocean. Uh, like fine's kind of scary, but Mm, being on a boat I don't know the abyss is the worst yeah and we've talked about some other animations like All All Dogs Go to Heaven and some of the others that were problematic with (laughs) this the backgrounds everything was were such beautiful smooth transitions oh you mean everything frame by frame so what you're specifically talking about is like for instance All Dogs Go to Heaven 2 yes where the backgrounds are like these weird like watercolor almost like artistic kind of things that completely don't gel with the actual simplistic characters that are on top of them, and it looks really weird and off-putting the whole time. Exactly. No, not the case here. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, just everything was beautiful, and when they're on the carpet and they're flying. Yeah. Just amazing. It's that sense of freedom, that, that dream world. I realized I love that, and it's it's reminiscence of, like, Sorry, uh, Harry flying in Harry Potter when he was swooping down and he was on the um, on, uh, on the hippogriff. No, am I saying that right? Uh, yeah, the hippogriff. Yeah. Right? The yeah, hippogriff. Yeah. Um, even when who else is like flying and they go down at the horses? Is that? I'm trying to think if that's for anywhere else. But I love when Aladdin and Jasmine are are flying down and they're sure. above the horses and going yeah, to the yeah. horse crowd. And, I mean, uh, the horse. Galloping, you know, whatever. Are they a herd? Is it a herd? A herd of yeah, a herd of horses. I think so. I should be. It should be that. I gallop like a gaggle. I I liked the um, Uh, the magic carpets animation is is traditionally animated, but then they use um, the computer to put the pattern on it so that the pattern always looks right, no matter how it moves. Uh, But then, yeah, like animating a character that's completely silent and is literally just a rug. I forgot how much I loved carpet. Yeah. Right? It's such personality. Yeah. The yes. personality and the fact that they essentially created a mime. Yeah. Out of a rug. Yes. Which honestly has so much great person. I just love it. I love it. When so he steals good. a booze hat. Like yes. at the beginning. And I mean, just all of that and how he can morph himself. And yeah. Yeah. The stairs or do the little kind of like kissing the hand. I know. Yes. I know. I know. It was absolutely delightful. Oh, I liked the, another, just as it's way later in the movie, but there's just a little bit of animation that I liked where Jafar summons the genie out of the lamp and he's like twisting. It's fine. It's fine. For reasons. Okay. He's twisting the smoke with his fingers. Yeah. Um, I just love that little, like, that little thing that didn't need to be there, but just swirling the little smoke thing. I have another one of those moments, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, early, pretty early in the movie, there's a uh, point where Jasmine is with Aladdin, and they've gone up to his place. Yeah. And he gives her the apple with the cool elbow flick. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she takes it, and she's just thinking about it, and she does this little thing with her fingers where she, like, spreads them out over the skin of the apple. And it's something, even as a kid, at 10 years old, I was like, 
Why is that such an interesting motion? Because it, it felt like she was actually touching something. Yeah. It ha- it just followed it, and it was just so quick of a little motion. Even like, now, I can I'll... relate to, directly to this emo- to this to the feel, and, and the fact that, that she's just being so introspective about what her life is, yeah. and she just does that. I'm like. I, even now when I have an apple, which is so rare, I, I will do that. And I'm like, what, what am I right now? Yes. I'm no Disney princess. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, okay, there is a bit of the animation that is maybe not as good that I wanted to talk about, which is its uh, use of CGI. The yes. um, There's three main points where he uses it. One is way late in the movie, and we can talk about later, but that... that use isn't super interesting the main thing is the cave of wonders the big head itself um out in the sand and then during the escape scene from the cave of wonders the environment is cgi i personally feel like the head works pretty well overall even though it's still it looks a little bit dated but i think i think because it's supposed to be this weird otherworldly thing it still kind of works and it's in the dark and everything like that and they do a lot of like close-ups of the eyes or the mouth or whatever instead of just always showing the full thing Mm -hmm. so i felt like that worked fairly well Mm -hmm. i don't feel like the escape scene works super well (laughs) um i think that if you're just focusing on the center frame with the traditionally animated characters looks fine but if you actually like kind of look over on those walls and stuff that they're going through not as much yeah (laughs) it does yeah sorry to slam you reboot but you do look bad but it's not great by today's standards (laughs) early early cg animation is hard for me to look at yes um and yeah just there that chasing i think still works overall because it's pretty quick and they have some 2d in it uh elements in it and stuff and like you know the end scene where jafar's inevitable betrayal uh, like all that works really well but some of the actual like whooshing through and the walls rushing around them and all and like the camera twisting like eh. yes that immediate 90 degree dive that they end yeah. up taking near the before the lava and you're like in pov shot and you're just like oh i'm gonna be sick right with them also yeah. I've, I've discovered that i don't understand how they're staying on this rug at any i don't even time. know <laughs> there's no handles and you can only grab onto the know. edge for so much oh, at some points they they hold on mm-hmm. to the little that's not yeah enough. yeah that's, and, that's and, really and, not and do it up. i know i know i mean there's great. even a couple of times during like uh, a whole new world where the they do go off of it but yep. like during some of these Scenes where they don't. I don't know how they don't. Nope. I need a seatbelt. Yeah. <laughs> um, just real quick, also with the animation. Uh-huh. The the faces, all of the, you know, Jafar's face. And, you know, we talked about the fluidity of movement or how yeah. realistic movement seems to be like a person. Sure. A really neat scene to me or, or a moment that, that, that I I count this time is in when Iago is talking to Jafar and is all upset and is ranting about Which something. Time? I know one of the <laughs> yeah. first times. Oh, I, it might it might have been after um you know he's he mimics Jasmine and go we will get rid of oh, you yeah, yeah. and and he's ranting and he goes around um his the back of him and then Jafar grabs his beak and he holds his beak for a moment and then when Jafar lets go. Just the movement, the fluidity, and then Iago touching his beak afterwards, you know, kind of like, it was just so well done. I mean, yeah. it just, yeah. That brings, that, that, see, that reminded me of a different point that I noticed, is the eyes of every character. Yes. And one of my favorite things that Disney ever does with eyes is when someone's going crazy, they mm. do the little line circle radius from the iris of the eye, and 
you can see that a lot with Jafar. Well, or, later no, on with oh, Jafar with, with Iago. With yes, yes, level. Iago okay, does. Okay. Also, some yeah. of my favorite animation is with Iago. Like yes. when he runs into the wall, when he's <laughs> yes. chased by the carpet. Yes. But the other one is probably when <laughs> the Sultan is on their carpet about to take off and Jafar has his staff in the carpet on the floor saying, yeah. you shouldn't do this. It's so childish. <laughs> and he kicks the, 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 the staff and then Iago just like bangs his face. Yes, yes, yes. That's one of my favorite things. It's I so know. good. Another one of mine is when that, look at me, I'm molting. And, and, and yeah. all the way that, you know, the way they did his feathers and He's all so of that movement in doing it. I, I do. I'd forgotten how much I enjoyed Iago and all of his expressions. Even if his voice is moderately... Really annoying. I, know, I mean, I know, it's Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. What did you expect? But I mean, yeah. that's the voice. Yes. But something I feel like we haven't even talked about is the fact that someone had to keep up with the genie and all his changing voices. I know. Yes. Like, yeah. Holy cow! Who had to? Whose job was that? And they, did they get an award for it? I probably should have written it down because there was def- there tends to be like <laughs> people who animating it is, who and, and they did, on, yeah. they they just about captured all of his. Everything that he alluded to were all of his references, um, references mm-hmm. and they, they mm-hmm. captured it in animation. And almost, yeah. it makes me a little bit sad that there's a lot of characters that he did that kids today won't even know. I didn't know them as a kid, and now I recognize a little bit more, but there's still some that right. I don't actually know. Right. There's, I wrote down all the ones I could I could think of at the yeah. time, and but there's still some I was like... I don't know who this guy is. Is yeah. he a politician? I yeah. Who is no, he? No, no. I know. I, I know it dates me, but, but I caught him all. Politician, I think. Yeah, I yeah. researched it. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's yeah. the one I was That's like, some politician guy, and I don't know who that is. Okay, so that's... See, I was right. Yeah, hey. you were right. <laughs> Yeah, but no. At some point, going. I actually watched like one of those videos or an article or whatever that goes through what each of them are, and I'm like, oh. I still don't know half of these people. <laughs> oh, see, I, see, I recognize some of the bigger ones. Do you know uh, Joan Rivers and yeah, and uh, Rodney Dangerfield and of course other ones I haven't written down, but I, other ones I'm just like, I don't know who this guy yeah. is. It's like, what yes. is this? Yes, and well, and two is if we when we talk in our section, how does it hold up? I think some of the animators inter, you know interpreting some of the things that Robin Williams says. I think there was one thing that was a little bit, an ism, which we may well, bring we'll up. To no, I know we'll get up. But what I, I guess my point is, I feel like that was a choice of the animators, not, oh, just, sure, not Robin Williams, than, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know. Um, let's start talking some more about the story and the characters, since we're already talking about characters and stuff some anyways. Okay. Um, there's a story. There sure <laughs> was. Yeah. Let me tell you, they tell this wonderful story, but I've discovered that I can't hear so many words when they're <laughs> speaking. And so I actually had to turn on closed captions to watch it oh, half yeah. the time. And I was like, is that what they said all it's this like, time? Oh. <laughs> this song makes so much more sense. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some lines, especially in, in Robin Williams songs where I don't actually know what he's saying because it's in french or german look i've heard yeah, that <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but uh the story back to the story i'm sorry sure uh I no i liked that. the whole opening scene with jafar and uh kazim i think was the the dude yes. who just bit it uh, right in the beginning um that whole scene was really fun kind of the darkness and the intrigue of what's happening here mm-hmm. um also jafar's voice oh like, god i love jonathan freeman that, right, that that's his, his name i'm pretty sure i'm gonna double check okay whoever it is that Jonathan voice. Freeman I love he sounds like he's having so much fun all yes. the time yes <laughs> like it's such a joy to listen to him yes uh, he's just really into it all the time 
Love it. I had forgotten just how dynamic almost so many of the characters, and almost all the characters, even the very beginning with with uh, Aladdin and uh-huh. Abu. Yes. And even, you know, they're giving the bread, you know, Abu being the little grumpy thing, but then doing the right thing and being torn with his little emotions, but like with the bread Do and the children. Do you know who voices Abu? All of those. Ooh, no. Frank Welker, a.k.a. Fred from Scooby-Doo. Wow. Wow. He voices Abu and Raja and the Cave of Wonders. Okay. At he, least the Cave of Wonders had an actual voice. Right? Yes. No, he does a lot of animal voices and a lot of things. Okay. Wow. I really yeah. have, actually have wish that the, uh, Raja had actually sounded more tiger-like because right? tigers have very specific sounds. They have yeah. much, uh Shuffles and stuff like that. Shuffles. Aww. That's a good word. <laughs> well, I don't know how to accept that word. No, it's good. It's a good word. It works. I love that word. But yeah, I loved, again, the relationship that Jasmine had with um, Raja. I yes. love the relationship that Aladdin had with Abu. Yes. And of course, I adore the relationship between... Um, between the genie and Aladdin. I mean, just oh, just so many uh, just showing the characters, uh, just really good character development, really good yeah. character v- development. And they had, they have, um, I think Jasmine get, has a lot of good character intro stuff. Even how she's introduced is like a dude walking away, scared off of being her yes. suitor. And then she's just laughing about it with her pet tiger. Yes. Um, and I like that she like easily picks up on Aladdin, Aladdin, like spinning the tale about her being a sister and stuff like that. And of course she has the stereotypical girl power moment where she vaults over the thing without him teaching her, but it's still a fun, cute moment. Like mm-hmm. she just has a lot of stuff that really kind of sets her up as this, I guess less less um, complacent Disney princess than some of the ones that we've seen before. Yes. Uh, yeah, she's she's really fun. I enjoyed Jasmine. I did get a chuckle though out of her disguise in going into town was just literally to put <laughs> just, a cape over yeah. what she's wearing, jewelry and all, crown and all. It's kind of like yeah, I'm not sure she thought that through a whole lot. But yes. then again, she also didn't know that you have to pay for things. Exactly. That's actually a point of contrast. Is like she wants to be on her own, but she also has been no idea grown up in a way she's grown yeah. up in a way that didn't teach her these things so yeah she's so like she's, oh you have to pay for apples here like, oh, i'm sorry i don't have any money yeah. and then also something else about it is that they're very brutal with any punishment yes. for everyone stealing a piece of bread requires you to lose your hand like yeah maybe it's i don't think I, maybe it's the culture i don't know but i hope it seems, not seems a bit much it's a lot yeah. yes like yes. no one should lose a hand to it for an apple I right say, a lot of other reasons, but not that. <laughs> yeah. And then it's sad because, um, you know, she and and Aladdin both get captured or whatever, and she's just brought back to the palace. But she goes and talks to Jafar, and he basically makes her think that because of her, even though it would have been because of him. But anyways, she makes her think that, like, Aladdin's dead because of her. So she, exactly. like, gets to live with this guilt of, I wanted to go see the world, and I ended up getting this innocent boy killed. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. That was... Uh... Also, Jafar is great, and he's very extra when he's in that old prisoner disguise. <laughs> he's so <laughs> he's like is, real into it. That is, I feel I feel like he was a theater tea. kid, and he was just living for playing that role, just <laughs> right? in it. Yeah. Also, the the graphics for when he is that old man, I'm just like, I uh, believe that's an old man. I don't yeah, like it. Exactly. His slimy teeth. Exactly. Oh, and the one colored His teeth don't normally look like that, but he just pulls off the thing. Was that Was the teeth part of the mask? I don't understand. It exactly. better be. But do we ever see his teeth outside? I mean, 
after he pulls the thing off, even when he's in the desert, like you see the teeth as he's talking, and when he's like, like it just he looks look like regular same. teeth. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Who knows though? I it's love so upsetting. Though. Yes, I love Iago uh, being evil and then turning into the small. And again, I love him as like I love the way your foul little mind works. I love <laughs> like, oh, because he's a foul. I get it. Oh, that's I don't think I even got that. Yeah, I, I only got it then because mom pointed uh, when we yeah, were watching. Valerie said it. I oh, Valerie was did. Yeah. I was like, oh, that was good. And then Valerie and I were obviously on the same wavelength. I like Iago. Oh, said, yeah, yeah. I like Iago when he's like struggling with the door. Um, and then at the end of the <laughs> scene, he gets out and he flutters up. And he's like, <gasps> he's like, just, and then he like chills and he's like, so how did it go? I know, I know. I love that. I love that set. How did it Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. I love, I know. Iago actually is one of my favorite characters out he's of the so whole good. thing. He's so good. Yeah. I understand why the guy who was going to be in charge of the animated series wanted to use Iago and so had them make a whole movie like about Iago so that he could then use the character in the series. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, yeah, I get it. Iago's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Good job, Gilbert Gottfried. Yes. He did such a great job with that. And it was just such a good pairing because I don't know. It it just made it was such a nice contrast to the evilness of Jafar, but also the evil. I don't know the evilness of Iago with the yeah. annoyingness and the f- hilarity of Iago. It was just a great yeah. combination. Oh, when they were when um they were talking about possibly being beheaded, and they're both like you. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I can see it. I can see why they got along. Like sometimes Jafar's mean to him, but like they definitely have some similarities. Yes, honestly, one of my favorite things is when the Sultan Jafar and Aladdin get caught by Jasmine talking about how she he, they're going to win. Yes. Anyway, they uh. They when she's like I'm not a prize to be won. They get real sheepish, and that moment yeah. there, I'm just like, You're like yeah, Jafar sit in that. Like, Ooh, no. <laughs> None of them wants to make eye contact. They're looking everywhere else but at her. Even Jafar, who later says the line, which I hate. I know you're gonna. You're say speechless. It. I see yes. a fine quality in a wife. Yes. Oh, Jafar, no. Yes. <laughs> and then he calls her pussycat later. And uh, I hate it. <laughs> 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 Yeah, that's awful. I love when, um, I, and his reaction, and I love the Sultan saying when he suggests that he marry uh, uh, Jasmine, and he's like, but you're so old. Yes. yes. <laughs> he's like being mind controlled, and then he like pushes out of it and put and pushes the thing aside for a second, literally just to like slam Jafar. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but you're really old though, huh? Like, why was she? break out of the mind control because someone said something so outrageously yeah. insane. I don't know how Jafar just didn't die right there. He, he got was, madder. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, You're, you will tell her. It's like, because, well, but it's also even like, ew, yeah. you marry her. Ew. Let's uh, talk some more about Genie. Yes. Oh, I love Yes, Genie. because, I mean, so Robin Williams much. is amazing Memphis. and he does a great job and I love the heart that he's able to bring to Genie along with the comedic stuff. Yeah. 
with everything because yes. it's just so much. <laughs> no, right? Well, and they do one of my at the beginning and, and one of my favorites is them getting off the carpet out of the Cave of Wonders, and he turns into a stewardess and and watch your step and <laughs> yeah, and yeah, do do and hands. He really when when Aladdin amazing. makes the wish to be a prince, genie really goes all out in a way yes. that he really didn't have to to fulfill that That's wish. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Oh, and that was another thing that I really paid attention to is all okay. You know, whisper campaigns yeah, yeah. to get things going. I oh, love yeah. all the whisper campaigning that. How He's going around the crowd and stuff. The crowd and turning into all those different characters. That was fun. I don't know if I ever really noticed that before. A little earlier when they're still in the cave and he's going through his three rules. With the third one, he (laughs) says, it's not a pretty picture. I don't like doing it about bringing people back from the dead. That phrase, it insinuates he 100% can do it and has done it and just is choosing not to now. Mm -hmm. Is him choosing not to also the reason for the other two is he fully capable of doing both of those other two also but like refuses maybe it's the mm. fact that it's uh, it becomes taboo because maybe. especially when it comes to matters of the heart yeah i don't remember what the second one is the second one is the heart no, the first one is killing wishes. oh wait no. i can't kill anyone no you're right no more wishing for more wishes uh, that wasn't one of that them, one wasn't though. actually one yeah, of the three that he listed three. even oh, though no, he did right. he mentioned stuff later but yeah the, the three is he can't kill anyone he can't force people to fall in love and he can't bring people back from the dead okay got it okay so yeah. maybe he lives on like robot rules like maybe no, not allowed to kill other humans or something like that maybe he probably could though yeah Guar- i guarantee you he could right it feels like he could power yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i love oh. him so later in the film, towards a little bit before where I'm more or less cutting off spoilers for this movie that I can't imagine anyone hasn't seen. Anyways, there's that whole scene where Aladdin's kind of freaking out and saying he does and saying he's not going to wish the genie free and all that. And that whole moment now watching it kind of feels a little like forced, like it needed to have this sad moment here. It makes some emotional sense, but just it doesn't. I wasn't feeling it, I guess. It mm-hmm. kind of felt like just a scene that they had in there because they needed plot-wise that to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. So you're just saying they didn't ha- they didn't set it up enough? There yeah, just it, wasn't just, enough. it felt a little forced. Like, oh, I'm freaking out. And now, no, I need you, Jeannie. I can't, I can't do this wish. There's only a little foreshadowing when it came to that. When, you know, they started talking about the wedding as, yeah. as her dad said, that's fine, get married. And, and he's kind of and like having a, yeah. Like he starts face. he starts from being real happy about it and just being real down about it. Yeah, but like it, it's pretty short turnaround. Yeah, and it's it's a little bit stark of a change yeah. from that moment. Yeah, uh, could have been done better, I guess. Yeah, like it's not awful, but yeah, that that part could have probably worked better than it did. But yeah, maybe another scene in between. Considering something. they had like three different iterations of the script that they went through and stuff, and there was like a, hey, you need to completely re- rewrite this, but also it still has to come out at this certain date. Like, I'm not super surprised that there's a part that feels like that. Mm-hmm. But do I have any other fun facts that I should mention before other stuff? Uh, the fact that uh, the singer uh, for Aladdin and Jasmine sound just the same as they did 20. 20- how many ever years ago that was. Oh, like if they sing now? Mm-hmm. Which oh, they yeah. did recently. Nice. I guess oh, like wow. The past I didn't five know years. Oh, yeah. Somehow the dude still has So amazing... Brad Kane for Aladdin and um, Leah Salonga for Jasmine, who, fun fact, also does the singing voice of Mulan. Yes. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. 
Yeah, I had forgotten how much I really enjoyed that. Um, just I think that is one of my favorite Disney songs of all time. A yeah. whole new world. Oh yeah. I just it's uh, it's it's not my favorite. Well, certainly, I, but I it's fun. It's not the song itself. I think it's it's that scene. Yeah, I, you know, because there are other <laughs> the scene songs. Is very like, good. It's just that it, to me, it's it's. I, I don't want to say the most romantic scene. It's just mm-hmm. the most endear or not endearing. That's not a word for it. I, it's hard to articulate. I just mean I think it's the epitome that feeling of freedom, that getting mm-hmm. to know each other. It's almost like a combination of in uh, the Little Mermaid when they were uh, when without talking uh, the. The little crab. Sebastian's trying to, to get all the romance going. Sure. And when they're kiss in the, the l- lagoon, kiss the girl. Right. And a combination of that and, and just some of the other. But, it, but it's just such a neat scene with them kind of getting to know each other as they're going through all of these incredible yeah. flying places. And then that song. And then yeah. they're singing. Both of them. I don't know. Well, I just uh, like let's, it. We can definitely talk some more about the music. And this is sort of that and also the movie as a whole. Um, this movie was actually composer Howard Ashman's passion project. But unfortunately, he died of AIDS before the movie came out. Oh. Um, but um, so basically, there were like 14 total songs written for this movie. Not all by him, but over the course of trying to make it. About seven of them made it in. And three of those were by Howard Ashman. And then the rest um, were by Tim Rice, I believe. As I have. Yeah, Tim Rice. Um, so I'm guessing Alan Menken actually wrote the orchestral. Alan Menken, of course, does like the music the for the songs and then the whole. Yeah. He, he's the composer, definitely. And he works closely with the songwriters to make the song so that it all fits in mm-hmm. nicely, which is why I love when Alan Menken's on stuff because <laughs> he's he's great with that. Yeah. Um, Oh, with the with the script going th- through some rewrites, some of the stuff that changed along, like the whole plot basically ended up changing overall. But also at one point, there was, the plot involved Aladdin's mother being in there and like three friends, and Abu was like a human sidekick instead of a monkey. Oh like, my goodness! Lots wow. of stuff changed wow. over the course of I'm getting good this thing. <laughs> good changes. Yeah, yeah. Um, the movie was a wholly different beast when uh, Howard Ashman first. Um, proposed it, and then Jeffrey Katzenberg was like, I hate it. No. <laughs> so, which is sad, given how much Howard Ashman cared about it, but, you know, it's it's fine. I still, the movie still turned out great, I think, so. So, what, I don't know if you watched it with all the captioning or how much you could mm-hmm. actually hear. Sure. Just listening to the characters speak and sing. There are references to other really popular uh, stories from Saudi Arabia, yeah, like Shahrazad. I didn't know Ooh, that yeah, was even yeah. in there, but it was just this one line, I guess, either in the beginning. It's something that the genie saying, yeah, I believe, and I think it was at the very beginning of uh, "Friend Like Me," yeah, yeah, which is oh, so amazing. Shahrazad had the forty or so, yeah, I, I, I Shahrazad had a thousand nights. That's it. Okay. There it is. Yes, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I and I actually up until now I, I had actually had 40 understood that. Had. Yes, yeah, right. That's it. I've never actually been able to understand. But now you're like, oh, yes. Now I'm like, oh, I love that song. That was, and by song, I mean piece of music, orchestral work that was written by Risky Corsicon. That one, Friend Like Me is as Ashman, Arabian Nights in the beginning is Ashman, and then Prince Ali is Ashman, and then the rest is Tim Rice. Well, weirdly enough, those are my three favorites. Right? (laughs) Same. Um, We'll get in the How's It Hold Up section that uh, there's some controversy with Arabian Nights, but I do still enjoy that song a lot and then obviously like the two 
the two um, Robin Williams songs are great. Like, right. Those are amazing songs. One Jump Ahead is still also very fun. That is a really And good A Whole New World is also fun, um, even if it's kind of cheesy. Um, but it's fun. Yeah, it is cheesy. <laughs> um, and I actually, the Prince Ali reprise wasn't done by um, Ashman, but I also enjoy the reprise a lot, mm-hmm. which won't talk about the circumstances of it, but I enjoy that a lot. Yes. That's not the, it's not the sort of reprise that we tend to hear. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, and again, I think the reason that I like what you said is by uh, Rice, uh, the Tim whole, Rice, yeah, Tim Rice, the whole new world is just again that the whole mood of that, not necessarily the song itself. I mean, I do like the song, but oh, sure. it's not like, but that's what makes it to me just so magical. Yeah, yeah. It's just one of the most. I don't no, it's know. a it's a fun it's a fun scene, especially I like um like towards the end they go through Greece, which I guess sets up the fact that. Fun Hercules. fun fact, Hercules the Animated Series has an episode where Hercules and Aladdin crossover and cause and uh Jafar and Hades team up because Jafar's like there because he's dead. And then yeah. Why like, are the Disney villains like so alluring and I love them I so love much. them all. <laughs> I don't know why. Yes. Yeah, I love them a lot. I get it. I don't know. They're very good. Um yes. and then oh also then they go to um to China, I guess, and that looks a whole lot like the ending scene of scene of Mulan. So, like, I'm pretty sure this is all like a big prelude. They're like, things. we're gonna do these ones. Also, they were in America with the horses. That's true. There's Pocahontas waiting That's for true. you. That's <laughs> true. It all is comes true. together. Yes, the only true. one we didn't reference was, I guess, Hunchback. Egypt. Egypt isn't anything. Yeah, maybe. I wonder if they were planning on doing an Egypt thing or not. And then Prince of Egypt came out or something, or whatever that Egypt. Which was not them. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Like maybe Katzenberg's like, I'm going to take that idea over to this new studio that I'm at. That'll be a fun movie to get to at one point. <laughs> um, another real quick thing before we, we switch over, sure. you know, talking about something else, but y'all were talking about Jafar. Another thing I love about. Um, his it's one of the only Disney characters uh, villains that I can think of that this happens him admitting or, or how he could be ousted or how he's vulnerable like oh, you know yeah. that, you know what you know you you already alluded to the you know like cutting our throat but also yeah but also like if you know she, if she does marry or then he's out and she yeah. after she says I'm gonna fire like he's you. making the plan up then he's like what are we gonna do to well, not yeah, have yeah, this happen point, yeah, yeah exactly how so many, I love that how many plans of his fell apart throughout <laughs> this movie that legit quite took, a like, few three days <laughs> right exactly, yes. Yes. Which is always funny because I think about a lot of Disney movies and I really believe that a lot of them take place in roughly 24 hours to three days. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, yes. Pretty yes. much. Yes. Like yes. Beauty yes. and the Beast, I'm pretty sure that was still a full 24 hours, maybe 48 hours. <laughs> yeah, it's not long. Like, yeah. I don't, there's like the, there's, there's a montage and that's the only thing where it's like, how much time happened here in Beauty and the Beast? I Turns out two hours. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. If we, if, if we're okay, then uh, if you guys are okay with it, we can go to How's It Hold Up, the section of our pod that our podcast is named after. Yes. Which I have to say every time. Yes. Every and time. You do a fabulous job. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. <laughs> um, okay, so I have a couple of things here, and then if you guys have anything, um, I know what a hookah is now. Same. I just wanted to say that. Same. I know what it is now. So <laughs> In the beginning thing, he's tell like, me, has the me, jar, and he's me. talking about it. could be a hookah or whatever else, and I'm like... I know what that is. That it's was like the a first smoke. thing I realized. A, I didn't you, understand. You smoke with it. Mm, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I get that now. That's just a. That's not even like. 
I don't know if that even belongs to the section. I just wanted to say it. <laughs> no, it's a good, it's a good thing. It's yeah. A good thing because Fugas are very popular right now. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, then there was a joke during one jump ahead where a fat lady uh, holds Aladdin, calls him tasty, and he looks uncomfortable. And that was gross. <laughs> uh, it was quick, at least. But gross joke, guys. Not not cool of that. During Genie's Friend Like Me song, there are some lady camels dancing that are anthropomorphized for some reason in the background. Why do they have boobs? I don't think those camels need boobs. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, you got the other hump, but... But I don't want to see camel boobs. I don't know. There's a lot of questions <laughs> I have about a lot of things Genie did. Um... um. But the, again, uh, so I think the that's actual the, the actual choice. thing yeah the actual thing before um i have a couple of controversies written down is i just wanted to say that that sphinx nose joke is much less funny now that i am an adult and know why the nose is not on the sphinx which is racism <laughs> people knock the nose off because they didn't want it to clearly be a black person like it has to do with the I whole how we whitewash egypt that's why that nose isn't there which I don't, I don't blame them. They probably don't know that either. Like they don't probably don't care enough to have ever read that. But that joke is not as good now that I know that. The unos dos tres. Uh, then they had Hispanic characters pop up. When oh they said yeah, unos yeah. Dos tres. And again, I feel like that was a choice yeah. by the animators. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, any others before I get to my weirdly long list of controversies that you guys wanted to mention? <laughs> um, well, of course, sexualizing a lot of some of the women and uh, oh, why sure. some of the you know why some of because the because they're brown. Oh, <laughs> exactly. One one thing is that I don't. This is the first movie that I saw as a kid that had overt flirting that wasn't yeah. just straight up overly sexualized. It was actually really cute flirting between a Latin and They yes. had some good chemistry. Yes. Yeah, it was yeah, really fun. It was, it was adorable. You don't get that in The Little Mermaid. You don't. You definitely don't get that in Beauty and the Beast. You get Gaston, <laughs> God, which Gaston. I don't know how to talk about that. He's, He's <laughs> me too, right? Hard. <laughs> Hard. Yes. Huh, yeah. yes. No, so, and Jasmine cute. are really cute. They're, they're mm-hmm. really cute because they're both kind of giant, but yeah, even just like the shoulder butts yeah, and yeah. stuff. And yeah, yeah. Just, no, it's adorable. I, I, yeah, yeah, not appropriate for this section, honestly. But I'm glad that we talked about it. Yeah, I know because it's really cute. It's there's there's really a lot well. of little things in there. We gotta yeah, cover them no, exactly. <laughs> it's that's that happens in this podcast all the time. It's just like, oh yeah, we didn't mention this. Let's do that. There was a part where I started saying, "Let's go to the end stuff," and mom was like, "Wait, are we going to talk about this?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, let's talk about." It. Anyways, <laughs> there's some controversies in this movie. Let's start with one of the first and most well known ones: is that Robin Williams, who agreed to be paid way less than he normally would, on the condition that the character not be used excessively in marketing um well they didn't do that um they did use the character excessively in marketing and uh that led to a split between robin williams and disney that lasted for several years um only ending when jeffrey katzenberg left and his replacement joe joe roth apologized publicly to williams so that sucks that they did that yeah there's another, uh, there's further controversy with the film surrounding racial stereotyping, with the common point of criticism being that many Arab characters, um, that's how they phrased it, I don't, that's probably not the best way to phrase it, um, have exaggerated facial characteristics, such as hooked noses, glowering eyebrows, thick lips, stuff like that. But Aladdin and Jasmine don't really have that. They kind of have big noses, but other than that, their facial features are very, like, what what Western audiences consider attractive, but like you look at Razul, Jafar, 
even most of the like townspeople, they have a lot more stereotypical looking looks, Mm -hmm. um, which is, yeah, that's kind of, at least if you're going to at least do everyone, we'll have Aladdin and Jasmine do it too, but they didn't. The song Arabian Nights used to have the line where they cut off your ear if they don't like your face. And that's since been changed to where it's flat and immense and the heat is intense. But any any time I try to sing it, I always do the old thing because that I watched the movie a whole lot when I was a kid. So that's ingrained in my brain. The song's still considered controversial (laughs) despite that lyrical change. Honestly, Um, never understood most of the words he was singing. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Um, Yeah, there's a lot of people being like, it's just so stereotypical of, of... those countries and i'm like i get it i also really like that song yeah little aside sure what was his name kazim yes why does he sound mildly mexican um he is voiced by because his accent he is voiced by charlie adler who you might know as ed and bev bighead from rocker's modern life ickis from all real monsters Lots oh, of different it things. From, I have real monsters. I recognize. But I honestly, I don't know that. I don't DJ know why he made that choice. Was <laughs> <laughs> it was a strange choice for accent. But yeah. You know what? Yeah. I'm a kid at the time. I didn't notice. No, and which, he dies was, so quickly. Like, which, oh, that was yeah. The guy in the, the guy at the very beginning. Yeah. Okay. With with Jafar. Yeah. Um, there's a really stupid controversy where people thought that Aladdin was whispering good teenagers take off your clothes when he was shooing Raja away, um, which he wasn't. Um, right. The line was like, good tiger, take off and go or something like that. But yeah. it was kind of muffled and Raja is making noise and like, yeah, people are stupid and imagine that there are gross sexual things in Disney movies when there usually is not. Um, but that line is still removed <laughs> and probably in the release that we watched. I don't recall hearing anything like that. Is that, that. when he was on the When he's balcony, on the balcony and he's shooing Raja. He's trying, yeah, there's a part where he's saying it quieter, which I don't think is in the version that we saw because it's okay. been cut, even though the line isn't controversial, just so people will shut up about that. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Final controversy some think that there are significant similarities between this movie and The Thief and the Cobbler, which had be, uh, been being worked on for many years before work on Aladdin even began. Um, whether or not that's true, unfortunately, uh, The Thief and the Cobbler film didn't end up being released, and only then in a bastardized form, until after Aladdin. So now a lot of people think that it's a ripoff of Aladdin, which is sad for that whole situation. <laughs> There's a lot of controversies about how Disney does stories in the first place. Oh gosh, I know. I Lion King, like, uh Well, fairy tales by nature. Oh, There's, sure. uh, there's all kinds of versions of And I don't know if the, the Thief and the Cobbler thing has holds any merit, but I'm covering all the controversies. Oh, actually, I'm adding a sixth controversy. Aladdin has no nipples. Let's speak. Let's talk about it. Look, okay, so even in anime, oh, they don't okay. give nipples to... Like, you could watch the whole show. Mario of, has nipples now. Why couldn't Aladdin? First of all, why is Mario's shirt off or overalls off? The- he goes to the beach, and he's in swim trunks. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I did not notice this, DJ. Okay, yeah, Aladdin has no nipples. That's okay. just... It's, just funny that's i just added that because it's hilarious to me that's a non-issue so much it is a non-issue so much anime has no none you can watch all these anime with men with this is not an amine which i pronounce that way just to hurt you inside i don't like it and i don't like you i like anime a lot please don't Hate me if anyone actually listens to this that cares enough about anime to do that dj i have decided i'm glad 
that Aladdin did not have nipples. That I mean, would have bothered me. I it wouldn't have. have. Did not. It would have bothered me. first they're two different sizes in any animation. I'm like, I can't do <laughs> this. Let's keep it the simple. The nipples are just pulling me out of this. <laughs> I'll be stuck on it. Why the can't they movie? keep Aladdin's nipples the same? <laughs> no, you're right. It's good that they just avoided that. Mm-hmm, okay, yes. anyways, let's... Uh, <laughs> Yes. Let's let's go to our spoiler alert. Skip to fifty-eight minutes and fourteen seconds. There's a thing that I'm going to insert where I sing spoiler alert, but I already got it recorded. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about spoiler stuff. Um, first one I wanted to mention is that early in the movie, Iago says, and then I'll stuff the crackers down his throat, and that is a Best. promise that he definitely fulfills. He follows up on his <laughs> yes. promise. He's like, oh yeah, no, I'm definitely gonna do this. Iago. I look forward for that. <laughs> yeah. evil, little evil foul. Um, Jafar's evil laugh at the end of the Prince Ali reprise, which he sings all of, and it's which is great, because giving a villain a reprise of a hero's song is just wonderful. Yes. His laugh at the end of that is iconic. Yes. I love that laugh. It, it's it's amazing. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's chilling because you yeah. know things have just taken a turn for right? the worse. It goes on so long. It gets so high. It gets so yes. manic. It's so beautiful. I, they do the eye things yes, with that too. Yes. <laughs> I had forgotten about how greedy... And immediate the wishes that Jafar asked for were. Yeah. I mean, it's like I want to be Sultan, and then two seconds later, I'm not that quite sure why I want to be wanted. Sultan. Also includes picking up the castle and putting it on yeah. a mountain because he wanted it higher. He said, "I wanted to be the highest Sultan or something." I don't know. I don't. Oh, know, so whatever. is Genie just taking that kind of literally? Maybe. <laughs> yes. Maybe yes. so. Maybe okay. So. Okay. Good call. But, okay. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, but then that that didn't satisfy him no. for all of two seconds, and then he needed to be yeah the, the greatest sorcerer. sorcerer. Yeah, he like he had the Sultan's robes for like a little bit, and then he's like, "No, I want to be a sorcerer though." So then it was mm-hmm. basically his same thing, except the hat was different. Yeah, <laughs> they couldn't leave him in white for too long. He's not right? that kind of yes. character. Exactly. He's not pure. Glorious no, he looks happiness. much better in his black outfit. Honestly, his to- his color palette yes. is awesome. I love oh, that I love it. Thing. That black Some and red. That's style. the only time. Yes. yes. Oh, his I- his clothing style, his <laughs> eyeliner. Very I'm, on point. I'm not okay with his line mustache. I see a lot That's of men fair. doing this, and I just don't. I don't have an appreciation. That's for fair. It. <laughs> I, it feels like it works for me, but I get where you're coming yes. from. Yes. Um. Yeah. Okay. I want to talk. Oh, did you have a thing that you wanted to say? No. All I was just going to say yeah. is I like when Aladdin smashed his staff. When oh he yeah. Was, yeah. When he was being hypnotized, but then I'm just trying to remember how he got that back because he oh because he becomes, he becomes a, sorcerer, a sorcerer, so he so can he do just, whatever. Boom. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. Um, so Iago, he pretends to be a regular parrot for most of the movie for reasons. Um, I don't really know why he needed to do that, but anyways, he does. Um, so for most of the movie, only Jafar talks to him. But then there comes a point where he reveals that he talks. No one talks to him still for the rest of the movie. Oh, I didn't. No one else ever directly <laughs> talks to Iago in that movie. I didn't like, even it. when he's stuffing stuff into the Sultan's face, the Sultan's just like, rrr, 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 and not looking at him. And then Jasmine is watching that happen. It's like, Jafar, no! It says nothing to Iago. <laughs> <laughs> and then Abu, like, chokes him out at one point, but he's a monkey. He don't speak. Then there's a point where uh, Genie, where Genie, well, sure, but he also doesn't in that yes. scene. Yes. <laughs> there's and then Jeannie, like, 
knocks him with his with his arm away and says nothing to him. Like but he acknowledged that he did speak. Some people barely acknowledge him, but no one talks to him in this entire <laughs> movie, which is especially hilarious given he becomes the main character in the next movie, so everyone's talking to him. That but just bizarre. no one does. That is funny. Like, I was I looking for it this that. time, and I was like, why is no one talking to him at all? I never thought about that. I was just more like... I... Yeah, they don't. It's I, weird. That's I'm so a little bit funny. upset by this. I know, not even in line, but like they don't want to acknowledge him. At least Genie does, and maybe that's because he has his... You but know, he still powers. doesn't talk to him. He just hits him. Well, at the time, he didn't need to. Though. Sure. He's just like, shut up, and just send him flying. Sure. Which yeah. is fair, but like... But I'm just trying to remember, did he reveal that he can talk to everyone? Well, when when Jafar's like making them bow or whatever, he's like talking. That is like talking at them. That is true. I don't know why he why he needed to hide that anyways, but whatever. I had I watched an interesting. Why can he talk? Well, who? Iago. Well, because he's a parrot. But But, they usually only repeat stuff. Right, but why why can he do more? Because he's a sorcerer. I want an Iago origin story. Well, I was watching a video the other day about this, the how it would have sounded in Rome, like dozens, the dozens, like centuries ago. Sure. But if you really think about it, it in the same time period, this movie is taking place in, in uh, Saudi Arabia. The silence that is the actual space of the, of the world at that mm-hmm. point, because there's no in- industry or anything to be sure. allowed. For as loud as Iago is talking, he should be echoing crazy in those that halls. Is, that's and, true. And the entire time I was like, how are y'all not hearing this? Right? You're plotting your death. <laughs> right? Because, yeah, he doesn't whisper. No. He just talks like Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> because it's Gilbert Gottfried. Yes. That is Eric so Ford. funny. That is a good point. Okay, I also that wanted to talk funny. about how when Jafar was using a bunch of his magic to fight Aladdin, he had to do a f- one-liner each time and i'm gonna bleep that but he had to do a one-liner every time he's like he's like something unraveled with the carpet yeah. and oh everything's okay. unraveling now. yeah like every time he does it like get the point and a bunch of knives fall like it's getting hot and he breathes fire like he just keeps doing it he does it like five times <laughs> just just so you know listeners there was a big eye roll from me over here and it actually hurt because one-liners are the bane of my existence he does like six or seven it's like too many back to back i'm pretty sure i actually wrote my eyes at all i was like oh here we go again i would also like to talk about his snake transformation is really cool and scary and i feel like it should be talked more in the same breath that maleficent's dragon one is talked about i'm not saying it's as good because the dragon is great but yeah, no, it was good, it was absolutely terrifying. It absolutely. was. I was very concerned about the fact that he covered up fire, and that's yeah. really not good for snake skin. <laughs> but also, this is a movie, and you have to suspend your disbelief. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He sure seems to be intimidated by Aladdin, though, because again, oh, all yeah. of those one-liners he just can't handle. Yeah, so many one-liners. Exactly, anything. <laughs> but also, the, the first oh, yeah. note I ever wrote about this movie uh-huh. is the fact, aside from the fact that the camel collapsed at the beginning, poor camel, right? Aside from that, was that Aladdin is too cool for his for his own good. Right. And and like he he's extremely charming and even when he's being clever and stuff like that, you're just like some this is going to come back and bite you. And, and guess it, what it does. It does. <laughs> but at the end when he's like, "Hey, 
you, you're not the most powerful. Yeah. You know who is? This guy. I don't know why nobody and that was so funny else wrong. realizes what what Aladdin's doing. Oh, I immediately Like, even, that. but even Genie, who it's should, like, yeah, and, like, and Jasmine, like, none of them realize the plan that he's got. And well, it seems pretty obvious if you think about it. Maybe a panic or something I in the guess. middle. You just don't get to think about it. But anything. they're like, no, you're giving him so much power. And it's like, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. you know how you genies work. Yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like genies. Ow, why are you bringing me into this? I will say, this is still one of the, so my most fun. quoted... Uh, Disney movies of all time, like yeah. I'll even still like Jafar, Jafar, he's our man. He's <laughs> he's great, great. great. Yeah. He's like I love it. I love it. <laughs> so good. But even the little things, just I still quote it. Yeah, yeah, yes, and, and yes. apply it's it to so, everyday conversation. Yeah, it's great. I know it is. It is. It is. This has some of the best quotes for a while. Yes, best in the in the end, Jeannie's talking about how Jasmine's a great girl or whatever, and and you you won't find another one like her. Believe me, I've looked. <laughs> Tell me about that, Jeannie. <laughs> I want to know about this. You've looked, maybe, have you? But here's my take on that, because he has to serve other people, so maybe he's had to search for Maybe people. most, I guess most of the people he gets are more the self-serving types. Exactly, so, so they want him to find the most fabulous yeah, that's or whatever fair. person in the world. Um, I did cry a little bit with the Jeannie I'll Miss You scene, and that's probably pretty directly tied to the fact that Robin Williams isn't with us anymore. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, honestly, as soon as I heard his voice as the very first guy, I was yeah. like... Man, this movie. It's already getting to me. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, he's just one of those life forces that it's yeah. just, there's just never, there's you irreplaceable. And just and just one of those life energies that you just want to be, always get to be around. So, yeah. Just, yeah. So. He's one of the celebrity deaths that like really hit me hard. I don't, I don't know if I had one before that that really hit me hard. But him and Carrie Fisher destroy me, so. Yeah. But they're just yeah, just yeah. amazing. But he's great. Talent. I know. Great. Yeah. I Honestly, I can say that the genie is probably the closest to his stand-up, but for kids. Yeah. Yes. But even yeah. then, for kids, I don't know French. <laughs> some, like he talks about uh, going to the restaurant. Like everything in friend like me is so hard for me to follow and understand. Yeah. And I was so just quick. reading it yesterday. I was like, is that what he said? It's <laughs> <This is> amazing. <laughs> It's very good. And then it got even better because because I now understood what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, you're like, like ooh. Mm, I get it now. <laughs> I, get it. I see you. Yes. yes. Uh, any other spoiler things we want to talk about before we go to final thoughts? Just, well, one quick thing is, sure. whatever happens, I don't know why I thought about this in this, this um, watching it this time, is, you know, the, the diamond that Jafar takes from uh-huh. the Sultan to find who Aladdin is. Sure. Whatever happened to that diamond? I don't know. It, <laughs> because it exploded it was the big, after you said it. No, I, I have Where no idea. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, was it a Sultan? I mean, like you had to have it for, as the Sultan or he just liked it? I don't know. Right? I just wondered about that diamond. Also, I, like, it seems like Razul and the other guards, like, don't names. care a whole lot. Yeah, the the main guy's named Razul. Okay. Um, he has more of a presence in the TV series, oh, okay. and he's voiced by Jim Cummings. So he, yeah. I always am like, oh, I hear you, Jim Cummings. <laughs> um, but uh, like, they seem to care a lot more about what Jafar wants them to do than like Jasmine's happiness or anything. Like, yeah, well, like, oh yeah, we'll just murder this guy because Jafar wants us to. I know, and also, why wouldn't why would they have to answer to Jafar over the Sultan's daughter when she's saying, "Who well, knows?" Yeah, who knows? 
Uh, one thing, not related to the spoilers, it's but the, one of the only notes that I haven't covered yet. Is Everyone the fact needs to watch the movie and then listen to the spoilers so that they can hear other stuff we talk about that aren't spoilers too. It yeah, always right? happens, <laughs> right? So I, I love friend like me because this uh, this is the one section we didn't quite go over. I guess. Oh I sure, know. sure. But the fact that there's there's this bigger than life song happening yeah. in this cave and it ends so huge, only to be. Eclipsed by the silence and the single clap of a a single human being. Yes. Yes. Just a single, like, just one person. Yeah. How is this contrast? Because to me, this song is almost like uh, Be Our Guest in Beauty and the Beast. It's kind of that same vibe. The big number. Yeah, that super huge number. And and same thing in Beauty and the Beast. You have one audience member there. One human People just like to perform. (laughs) Yes. Like, that's a lot of work just for dinner. That's yeah. a lot of work just to be like, hey, this is who I am. Would Aladdin <laughs> have clapped if the little applause thing wasn't above Genie? Ooh, that's a good question. Would he have sat there and stunned silence? Stunned silence. <laughs> that's my guess. But then he had the signs. So he was like, oh, okay, yeah, yes. I'll do that. <laughs> when, did, when did Robin Williams say that he was feeling sheepish and turn into all the sheep? What that's, part was that? Because that's that, the, I that's after that, that when he gets onto the Oasis and he was... Uh, saying, "I hey, I didn't actually wish for that. He's like, he's like, oh, oh, oh I feel okay. sheepish. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Which is oh, yeah, you something didn't. I still quote. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. It's okay, very good. I got it. it did right. he turn into a bunch of sheep? Is that the one where he was a bunch of sheep? Or did he just he turn was into just a, a sheep. sheep? There was a scene where there was a bunch of sheep, but it was Aladdin running through oh, over okay. them. And then okay. the guards were like picking up and throwing them yeah. to get through. Okay. That was during One Jump Ahead. Okay. Okay, because that was it was just something that I don't remember noticing in the first one. I, yeah, that was yeah. Maybe just a yeah. whole bunch of sheep in the middle of the street, right? But it, it was really good. Uh, what I'm trying to say, good animation with that seeming, yeah, 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 and that transition and not getting muddled as just a massive. Oh, sheep. sure, it was sure. Very well done. Yeah. All right, let's go to our final thoughts. Um, this is where we again reiterate whether or not we recommend it, and also. Put it somewhere on a five-star scale that we're going to look back on years later and be like, you put it there? But that's the nature of the thing. (laughs) Um, So who wants to go first with rating this? Should we? That's okay. We can. I say, I'll start. Okay. I'll say 4.5 stars. Nice. Uh, Would recommend, would watch over and over again because there's always something you've missed the first time. Yeah. I've watched this movie definitely more than 20 times. (laughs) In the past, in the first 10 years, it was out. Yeah. And then even more after that. Yes. And I still miss stuff. I probably um, rewatched this more than any Disney movie. Yes. I love this movie. Between <laughs> this and Beauty and the Beast. Like, yeah. Those are my two, my two top ones right there. Heck yes. But uh, this is a movie that has a lot of heart. You have a strong princess character. Who yes. It's just who. Love you, Jasmine. Of, right. Both yeah. of these, both the main characters are extremely introspective for how young they are. Yeah. I assume they're around 16 to 18 years Probably. old. Probably. Yeah. But. 16's usually a good guess. Yes. <laughs> but they're definitely a little bit more introspective, a little bit more mature in, in that sense. Um, but. It's a good lesson for kids to watch. It's like, you don't have to just do what everyone says you have to do. Yeah. Unless it's an authority for reason. Right. Don't for survival reasons. Yes. yes. <laughs> but uh, you, can, you can still think to do things your own way and yeah. on your own time. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I like that. How about you? I think that I may have to put it at a 4.75. Whoa. Because, Whoa. Because I just... I just putting it just point two five under my neighbor Totoro. I know. I thought about this 
But it, I just realized it is one of my all-time favorite Disney movies of all time. It's and really I fun. guess just the fact, and then I'm, I'm going to feel choked up, but because Robin Williams is just such yes. a master. Mm-hmm. And he's between... not even in like the first like at least third of the movie, mm-hmm. and that first third is still great. But then he's in it, and just the energy he brings. He does. I mean, and and so to me, I think the combination of the incredible animation, the musical score, the voice acting. Robin Williams. I don't mm-hmm. know. I just love it. I love it. I am gonna go with 4.5. I love this movie. There's like, there's controversies. There's like, yeah, like, this is a bunch of white people writing a movie about a vague Middle Eastern nation. It, it could have been handled better, 100%. But also, I watched this as a kid, and I've rewatched it so many times, and I have such attachments to these characters, and these songs, and this world. The animation's so beautiful. Jonathan Freeman is having a ball all the time. Robin Williams is amazing. I just, I love this movie. There's so much that I love that it just so vastly outweighs the negatives that are definitely there, and are maybe even more visible than other things that we've already watched on here, but are still like they're just nothing in the face of how much I love it. <laughs> yes. Well, and I don't know if we specifically, I know we discussed this section, but I don't know if we specifically answered the question, how does it hold up? And along with what we've been saying in our rating, I feel like it holds up. I would, Even overall, though, again, yeah. yeah, I just Even like, like, like you well. know, there's the question of like, he make uh, Robin Williams makes all these references and like, how does that hold up to a modern audience? But the thing is, I didn't understand most of those references, even as a kid, but it was funny because he made a silly face and did a silly voice. Like that aspect of it still works, even if you don't know who it is. And honestly, the fact that it can speak to so many different demographics. Exactly. Multi-generational. And he does, from what, from when I looked at lists, he does some like old references too. So like, there's a broad spectrum of people who can, who can maybe get those. And then maybe like 20 years from now, almost none of them make any sense. But like, who cares? He's still making a funny face and doing yes. a funny voice. Like, it's still fun. Yes. Yeah. And two is, if you think of it this way, with all of the people loving to search in internet, it makes people a little bit more literate because oh, it yeah. gives them the curiosity to look up who it's those ma- references. It's made for lists of who re- each one exactly. is. So I bet, yeah, I just think it's amazing. I, I just, wonderfully done. Just one of the most fun movies of all time yeah some really good music in it oh god it's great howard ashman and tim rice both did great jobs and of course alan menken like yeah we didn't even really talk about his score but it's great i actually paid attention (laughs) oh yeah same that's what i do i love (laughs) i love alan menken's scores yes a lot um and this is one of my favorite ones probably not my favorite of his disney renaissance ones but i still like this one's great i love it my favorite's probably hunchback because I just love that soundtrack. Honestly, I um, never saw that. The the actual score, listen to it. Anyways, we don't need to get off onto that tangent. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, love this movie. It's amazing. Next time, we are going to continue our journey um, in Aladdin's universe with both of the sequels. Um, Jafar comes back and we meet Aladdin's dad and he is a dilf. <laughs> Next time, <laughs> I have no idea. I've never seen the sequel. No, really, he's yeah. Mm, yeah, I, mean, I thought Jafar was a dilf, but okay. No, I mean you haven't seen Aladdin's he's a dad. Skinny, but... Sure, sure. <laughs> but Aladdin's dad. Mm. I mean, I'm gay, but. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, next time. Till then, love y'all. Bye. Bye. Thanks for having me. Yay. <laughs> I just Thank want- you so much for being here. <laughs> <laughs>
Just so alarming. <laughs> just immediately. <laughs> I know, I just pointed out, we need to make sure that we thank our guests because our guests are amazing. So thank you so much for being here. I feel like you added so much. In a no, minute. yeah, definitely. Extra fun. This thank was really fun because you, you love it on like a similar level as I do. So yeah, it's great. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's been a great time. Okay, for real, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 2790566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H.com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening. <laughs>